Undeniably, iPhone SE 3 has a lot of exciting upgrades. Some of them are really, really nice. But on a larger scale, nothing as such has changed, right? I mean, it still pretty much remains the same. In that case, should you really buy the SE 3 or wait for iPhone 14, which is a couple of months away? Hello and welcome to the iGeeks blog show, an Apple exclusive podcast where we talk about teeny tiny every possible information about the Apple ecosystem. I'm your host Harshanki, a marketing nerd who likes to eat, breathe and survive on Apple content quite literally. In today's episode, we are going to, well not settle the debate, but try to settle the debate that should you really buy the SE3 or wait for iPhone 14 and 14 Pro and like the 14 series because it's just a couple of months away. And I mean, I'm sure by now, um, since it's already been a week to the SE3 launch, there have been a number of videos comparing them with 11, 12, 12 Pros, um, all the minis. So yeah, let's do something different and let's see if you should really wait or buy the new SA3. But before that, don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels. We're available everywhere as iGeeks blog. And if you want to connect with me, you can hit me up on Instagram. I'm available as Hershanki with an extra I. Do not forget to install our app because you're going to get all of this information and a lot more exciting how-tos and well, a lot of exciting tricks as well. So do check out our app. Okay, coming to the topic for the day. Well, SE 3, to be honest, did take me by surprise because a lot of exciting things have come up, right? I mean, the fact that it uh, comes with A15 Bionic chip itself is breathtaking. Imagine having a phone with $429 consisting of one of the fastest chips for the mobile phones available out there. And I mean, that itself... Uh, is quite a selling point right there. But if you look at the design, nothing much has changed in the design perspective per se. And even the camera for that matter, there's not been much changes. Now, now here's something, there's a fine line, okay? And you need to understand this fine line before thinking that, okay, SC3 has a better camera. The back end for this camera has improved. How do you say it's the back end? See, because the new SE3 has um, a A15 Bionic chip now, because of that, there are a lot of uh, technologies that have been added, such as you now have access to deep fusion and a better portrait mode and stuff like that. Apart from this, the processing of the image is going to be better than the preceders. And that is exactly why the pictures that you're going to get are better compared to the older SEs despite of having the same 12 megapixel camera. Okay, so this is when we'd say that uh, if someone tells you or insists you to buy the SE3 because of better camera quality, you should know it is because of the backend that has improved and nothing has changed in the camera for that matter. Okay, so this is one thing that is kind of good but kind of disappointing and Apple has been amazing with its marketing tactics over the years and they have very nicely hidden this and put this like you know, inside the carpet, like hidden it nicely so that it doesn't catch uh, catches your eye that easily. But this is the truth, right? You gotta face the truth and you gotta understand the truth. So yeah, this is one thing. But again, this is on 
say partially on the con side and it stays in the middle where it's it's neutral to be honest but the best thing like the best thing happening in SE3 is hands down the A15 Bionic chip right because it has made the phone so much faster and so much better compared to its peers and compared to any other phones like its competitors or even um, the ancestor SEs for that matter a lot of things have changed and increased the speed however is that pro enough to sustain uh, against all the negativities that we have that apple may have missed telling us for instance despite of having a better camera quality because of the new chip um, it doesn't come with a night mode Now, I mean, see, if I'm investing $45,000 in an iPhone, I mean, of course, the processor and everything is there, but I would want a night mode feature to be there, right? I would want it to capture photos in nighttime. It is a freaking $45,000 phone that I'm trying to buy, damn it. So, of course, the night mode has to be there, right? I mean, okay, you would agree that, of course, if you're... Uh, not the one who loves clicking nature's photographs and stuff like that then it may be a different case but it is in the in the list of all the things a new phone should have if it has crossed a benchmark of 40000 and i believe night mode is also kind of important to me so possibly i wouldn't go for it and not invest in that because yeah the night mode is missing just I don't know what else to say man. I mean it, they could have they, they could have added a night mode feature there. It's really missing and it hurts me to the core. Like the other day I was watching a test. I believe it was a test conducted by Tom's guide and they compared Pixel 5a and SE3's uh, night mode photography. Well of course you would say that Pixel 5a has a night mode feature and uh, so the quality is going to be unbeatable. And that's exactly my point. So it kind of proves itself, right? Okay, all right. Maybe I'm stressing a little too much over the night mode. Harshanki, calm down. There are other features that are worth the wait, right? And uh, another such feature. Oh, wait, this is again a con. It does not have a facial recognition, you guys. Face ID feature is missing from a C3. I mean, really, like. Yeah okay we love the home button and everything but god it's 2022 for god's sake we need a face id feature we need our phones to recognize us by our face man so i mean tiny things like this are deal breakers now if you compare this to a dating scenario okay this is just because i'm trying to simplify the situation over here you know you have like a few points that are just deal breakers for you and you cannot take it any further from there these are a few deal breakers that se3 has which forced me to calm my nerves down and then i got to the question that okay maybe i should wait a couple months more and see what iphone 14 has to offer now again before you get all um, um trolling on me and criticize me for comparing the 14 and pro models with SE which is just a special edition phone according to Apple when Apple says that it's a special edition phone wait mkbhd had a better quote to that mkbhd mentioned the phone as a simpler edition and not a special edition and it stands correct i stand corrected to that i mean absolutely however the reason why i'm comparing this is because see there are a lot of people out there um i don't think any of my listeners but 
think of the time where you bought your first iPhone, right? And maybe you were into Android or Windows or for some even BlackBerry back then. And the transition that happened, you had a lot of like a long list of things that you wanted your iPhone to fulfill before actually investing in that iPhone. And that is why you did all this uh, thorough technical studies to get to a conclusion. In fact, if you're investing and like if you're putting in money, um, which is uh, what, roughly 50,000 or 60,000, because in what, 43,000 or $429, it is getting the 64 GB variant, right? I mean, nothing, nothing can work in a 64 GB variant. Of course, we're going to go for the higher variants, right? And that is what, an addition of 5 to 7 came out, 68, 68 is the highest variant of the iPhone uh, SE that is available. So then that again brings us to the comparison, right? That if you're putting at 68 here, might as well get a 13 mini or like put a couple more thousands and get 13 with a higher battery and like better features there. So rather than doing that, I mean, why go to an older phone if we are putting in money there? Why not wait for a couple more months and get a newer addition to the iPhone lineup. And that is why it is bringing me to the iPhone 14 comparison. So this is the most important topic of the discussion. And trust me, you guys, the rumors we have been hearing about iPhone 14 lately, they're just blowing my mind away. Okay, so now let me tell you how this works, okay? There are a lot of rumors out there. A lot of rumors are contradicting each other. A lot of rumors have been proven correctly already by some proclaimed insiders. And a lot of rumors are such that we want them to be true and they aren't true yet. And again, a lot has come out, but then again, a lot of things have not been revealed yet. But then that is Apple, right? That's going to happen when it's Apple. But as much as I have heard about the iPhone 14, the notch may or may not be going. So I follow four to five rumor mongers and uh, two of them said that the notch is not going, whereas one of them said that the notch is going for the pro models, but it's going to stay intact in the basic models. And one of the rumor mongers also said it's going to have a weird cutout. They're calling it ISORE or something. Yeah, I-S-O-R-E, ISORE. And uh, it's going to have a weird cutout and like two notches or like, some, some pointy figure or two notches or something like that. Now, okay, like the visual imagination of it is not that appealing. It's a little different. It's a little weird to me. And I don't know how that will turn out, to be honest. But I really, like from the bottom of my heart, I want that if the... If, if they're making any design changes, then they better get rid of the notch rather than having a notch. You know how much the users hate it and the users complain when they have not been removing the notch and even it was not removed in 13. But if they continue to have the notch in this iPhone as well, then it's going to be the fifth consecutive generation of iPhones keeping the notch intact. Okay. So now, again, it brings us to like a strong dilemma here that the only things that we are expecting to change here in the upcoming iPhone are A, the design changes and B, the backend processes and what all uh, technologies are going to be added there, right? Now, from the rumors that we have heard, again, we stand at a 50-50%, uh, like a 50% scenario of the design changing with the changes happening in notch or not. And there have been a couple of rumors keeping the screen size larger also. And also there has been a one strong rumor, this came out early morning today, uh, that 
they will not have the mini series introduced this time so they're going to skip the mini series this time but then again let's wait how that comes out to be honest getting rid of the mini series for this particular phone does make sense because of all the prizes and uh, the trouble that they have to go through and then if you look at the numbers of the 12 and 13 mini like the sales the sales uh, and the net profit that they're earning from that i guess they're going to stick to the pro and uh, the basic variants like the 14 and 14 14 Pro and 14 Max. Also, Minchi Ko, like a couple of hours ago, also have, has given the names of the new iPhone lineup, which is 14, 14 Pro, 14 Pro Max, and there was another 14. So, but yeah, this he did not mention Mini, which means there's a strong possibility that Mini might be completely cut off. So yeah, again, coming back to uh, either having the design changes or doing something at the back end. Okay. Now, over the past few Apple events, now if you observe the past few Apple events like precisely, you will notice this uh, feature gap happening between uh, the basic variants and the pro variants. Okay. Fun story. If you are a true Apple fan, no, you will know that the pro lineup initially came to the market because they wanted to attract the professionals with the pro lineup and the basic lineup was for everyone. And that was the idea. And hence you saw all the pros like the Mac pros and iPad pros and stuff like that. But lately... um. I mean, if you look at the last two launches and after Apple started using the suffix pro for the iPhones, now it has lost the essence, like it has lost the essence of the professionalism that we were anticipating and the professionals were looking for throughout, which is why now this is a forecast, okay, trust me on this. Bookmark this podcast. This will come true, and then you're gonna come back to Harshanki and you're gonna thank her for saying this. This is exactly why the studio series was announced. Because now they want to differentiate something for the professionals, something that only professionals can use. And if you look at the commercial of Mac Studio and Studio Display, no, they exactly mention the keywords that this is meant for the designers or the creative people or the developers, the cinematographers or someone who's aspiring to become those professions, which means it is directed to the professionals. So, you know, the day may not be far, far away where we see the studio versions and even the MacBooks or iPhones for that matter, if it is dedicated to just the professionals. And uh, that will be the day you're going to come back to me and thank me because this is a forecast I'm making and I really want this to be true. Anyway, if um, see, this is what happens when you talk about Apple, right? Like there are so many things going on that you kind of just mix up and then get distracted. Don't get distracted. Shanky focus. Coming back to iPhone 14, we've already talked about the design changes, that there's a 50% possibility that the notch may or may not go. And the larger screen thingy has also been discussed enough. So the, the next change is the chip, right? The chip will change. Now the chip will, uh, again, according to some rumors, the chip will only change in the pro versions and not change in the basic versions. So... Um, this is something Apple has been doing lately. Like they have been increasing the price gap in the basic and the pro variants and also changing the chips. Like this also happened right now, right? In the uh, performance event that uh, 
yeah so this has been happening okay read about it you guys read about it it's been happening observe it map out all the last three events and you'll see you'll understand what i'm talking about so the chip change may also not happen which means if you're waiting for a faster chip to come and that is why you're not putting your money in se3 then chances are you may not be buying 14 and you'll have to focus on pro uh, 14 pro and 14 pro max which are going to be a little on the expensive side so that is going to be a little interesting and i guess that's pretty much all that has come out about the 14 uh, lineup right now and we're going to have to wait and see what more is coming out so just summarize this episode now the benefit of buying se3 would be a faster chipset at a great price because everything is going to be faster there and that's it no trust me i'm not being harsh here cut me some slack please but that's it like that's that's just it. like if you're looking for a faster phone at 45ish thousand uh then that is going to be the case and you should go for se3 however if you're looking for say better features and more chips and better camera quality maybe a design change and face id <laughs> and night mode and stuff like that and possibly a lot more things let's wait till september for the iphone event and invest in iphone 14 it's march already four months is not going to be a long time and no matter how much you hate the design leaks oh did i tell you about the design leaks you guys haven't seen the guys please go to our app or uh, go to our instagram and you'll find iphone 14 design leaks right there and users are not happy with the design changes i mean uh, some of them like it but the majority of them are not a fan of the design change god what is happening to apple design airpods max is a disappointment the max case not the headphone itself uh, that was a disappointment and now this design is also turning out to be quite a disappointing feature and if the notch rumors are true like a cut out notch or whatever they're calling it isole isole they're calling it isole so if that rumors are true then i wonder how is it going to look weird i mean in my head weird but then let's wait for more details to come in so yeah two things would be majorly changing there that is the design and the chipset so we may have a 16 uh, bionic chip or something else something better faster stronger durable and stuff like that so if that is your requirement then please wait for a couple months more and then invest in one of the 14 models you ask what i'm going to do i am going to wait sadly a couple more months and i'm going to wait for iphone 14 lineup to be announced and released first and then make my decision whether i want to invest in a c3 or go for 14 pros being an entrepreneur and a content creator i need a phone that is faster runs smoother has a great battery life and also the camera is ex- amazing because I mean, you're gonna record the podcast, right? I need to come back and talk to you guys. It's not just work every time. So that is, I'm gonna wait for a couple more months. And to be honest, one quarter is not that big of a time. And I'm gonna let this special edition go. Wait for the 14 lineup to come up, and then invest in an iPhone. I guess that's all from my side. Let me know what's your decision going to be. You've known my decision already. There are some interesting forecasts that we have made in this episode. We are hoping for them to come true. And I mean, when you weigh the proceed this is a general advice not just for iphone but for anything in your life try to follow it try to utilize it in your day to day life that you make a list of the pros and the cons and if the pros are outweighing the cons 
then you go for it and vice versa then you don't go for it okay now again uh, there is going to be a massive price difference so if price is a major 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 sector for you and a price is major importance to you then my friends stick to se3 but if you really want to wait a couple more months and see a better phone come out and pay a couple more thousands then wait for iphone 14 And if iPhone fourteen rumors are also not impressing you yet, and SE three has not convinced you to invest your money in it just yet, well then there are a lot of comparisons out there. You can see thirteen pros and um sorry SE and thirteen uh, mini and twelve mini or thirteen. Like there's a lot of comparisons. Just Google it, okay, and then make your decision. Okay that's all from my side this is Harshanki signing off don't forget to connect with us on our social media channels and please do show some love on the podcast i'm going to see you guys next week with more exciting content possibly rumors who knows a new iphone to test it for you guys in person till then stay safe stay connected take good care of yourself and keep listening to the i geeks vlog show